Melissa, I did something uh-huh. that I'm mad at myself for. I uh-huh. for, so I I've almost lived in Oklahoma here for a year now. At the end of this month, I will have lived here for <laughs> a year. One uh-huh. of the first things that we had to do when we found this house and we like made sure like this is the one we got. One of the caveats was that it did not come with its own washer and dryer. Um, and I just I'm renting a house. I don't feel like I need to buy my my own washer or dryer. I feel like it should be supplied, but I guess that's me being bougie. Um but mm. there are places where you can rent them and they will install them and just you pay, you pay each month subscription. And yeah, that's basically it. So that's what we did. And it's worked fantastically. We've had no issues with them. It was a pretty bare bones service to begin with. It was like we have our standard or our deluxe. Which one do you, mm-hmm. yeah, you want? And you really don't get to pick like i want the ge model no 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 we should go with the kenmore not like no it's just like you mm-hmm. get the one that they gave you all that's been fantastic except we've been haunted by the buzzer <laughs> that is the end of the dryer sequence it is so loud like like deafeningly loud and i've i've this whole year i've been like do i need to like ask a maintenance if we can install a second door like by our garage like so that the little like laundry room thing is like more sound proof can i get some like sliding thing go go i need to buy more of these like soundproof panels and mm-hmm. make my own makeshift wall like what do i need to do because there was nothing on this machine to make it quiet down couldn't <laughs> find it i i i looked up on i downloaded pdfs of the schematics and instructions i looked on reddit like i i i had a whole like registering mystery board just being like what how do i turn this down how do i turn it off couldn't figure it out i did my laundry t- today uh and I noticed a new icon on the like the screen there. And it was the like Hold megaphone on, it's smart. icon. It has a no. screen? Not exactly. Uh it's it's not like a like a screen screen, but there are it it's it, it, it's enough of a material is that the right word where like if a light is off on a certain option you won't necessarily see the option on the thing but it's not an actual like screen um it's meant to just look like one cohesive thing um gotcha a new icon popped up and it was the icon of the like megaphone loudspeaker with a line through it (laughs) and i was like are you kidding me? It's had this feature. What? And immediately I saw it. I saw the button. It was there the whole time. I, 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 <laughs> I missed it. All it, the was, clues. it was like there's an on button. And then immediately <laughs> underneath that is a like a pause and start button to actually like start cycle. Uh, and then literally immediately under that is a mute button. Took me a whole year. <laughs> Kyle, me and my partner were just like we hate this machine. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Neither of us. A couple it. months ago, right here on the captain's log, you were talking about why can't we just hit technology to make it work like Fonzie yes. does with the jukebox? I was if you talking just smash about, your. I was this. talking about that machine. <laughs> If you just smashed your hands all over it like a little kid, you would have hit the mute button. The thing is, <laughs> I, I immediately texted my partner and, and was like, did did it just take us a whole year to find this goddamn button? And, and, she, and she, I, 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 she said, I guess so. You must have found it like last night it was like, no. I didn't touch it last night. I saw it already on like the, this morning when I did my thing. So you were the one that hit the, the button. She goes, I, I don't remember hitting anything. And I was like, it's literally the button like right underneath where you hit play. So you were the last one to use it. So you must have like went to hit the like start button and missed <laughs> and, and then just hit the mute button. <laughs> I, I like to refer to it as play siri play dryer like the icon is the like triangle and the like two rectangles for the (laughs) pause so it is a play button right it's play and pause which is so dumb Mm. but i'm so mad at myself it took me it's literally right there (laughs) (sighs) i the idea you described it as deafening. I'm imagining like the beacon they play when like a sh- a submarine is going down or something like an absolute klaxon just to let you know. Basically. Towels no longer wet. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, if you guys did not know, <laughs> this is number 226 of the Whatnots Captain's Log, where each week we thirst for the taste of legend. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am no longer haunted by my drying <laughs> machine. Melissa, how's your week been? <laughs> it's been fine. I've got a candy to eat. Sometimes Ooh. you show up here with a weird soda. Yeah. Sometimes I also get something, but mostly I don't because like, I'm not spending the money and the calories on a Mountain <laughs> Dew. But uh, I'm a big Reese's fan. Are sure. you into Reese's at all? I like them. I like them a lot. Okay. Peanut butter and chocolate is not my favorite combination. Still love it. Not my favorite. Okay. So I would prefer other stuff. All right. I'm big Reese's fan from way back. They've been doing these big cups. Okay. So first they did big cup regular Reese's cup, you know, just big now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they started putting stuff in it. I don't know what came first, but they put like Reese's pieces inside the big cup. Which is pretty good. I like that one a lot. I've They've seen done pretzel. that one in stores too. And the pretzel one, yeah. Pretzel good. Potato chip, like too greasy to really be worth it. Potato chip could use some work. But they've introduced a new one, which is the big cup with Reese's Puff cereal inside it. Oh, I'm like, I gotta have this. I gotta know awesome. if it's if it's got the same texture as Reese's Puffs the cereal straight out of the box. That sounds and I'm like, awesome. I'm not going to make delicious. you go to the store, like go to your wo- local Walgreens and buy like one peanut butter cup. Like you can't go <laughs> puff a single peanut butter cup. I don't think they'll let you do that. So I'm like this is for me. This is mine only my voyage to take. It truly is a big cup. Yeah, they mean it. Pretty it's got some bump on top. Sure. You can see the pieces inside of there. Let's. 
Oh boy, let's let's. Oh my God, there's no chocolate stuck to the bottom of the little brown ruffle wrapper like there Whoa. usually is. So that's a good sign. Good quality chocolate, then. Melissa is taking a bite. Hmm. That is crispy. In approval. <laughs> so I like. The thing that I like about Arisa's cup is that creamy peanut butter inside, right? How how does the the texture of the like hard what is again the same flavor, right? Uh, mm. uh, like it's the Reese's puffs on the inside, but it's like a crispier flavor. How does how does that change the ratio? Um. It's it, first off, it's very generous that you call the inside of a Reese's cup creamy. I mean, yeah, it's not like <laughs> gooey I inside mean, this, that you can stretch apart like a Twix or right. Uh, it like is my way. favorite candy, but even I am like mealy. It is a mealy inside. I didn't get a lot of I got like maybe one puff in that bite, but it truly is crispy like they did it. So we've just discovered a new form of peanut butter. We now have smooth uh chunky and crispy right mm. that's that's essentially what we we have now like little those like rice because it's not rice for uh reese's puffs but you, you know what i mean how it mm. has that like crispy te texture interesting i might have to try one it should come like that in the jar we've got smooth and chunky which is basically like regular m&m peanut m&m but everything that comes inside an M&M, like pretzel, a crispy, a caramel, you can put it in a jar of peanut butter, too. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Make your own. I don't right? know why. They, somebody needs to sell just a jar of straight peanut butter and caramel together. Like, you don't see them together often, like Bruce Wayne and Batman, but they're really good together. Huh. I We've recently started getting those little small tubs of caramel that are used for like you dip a apples in them yeah. or like yeah oh, they're so, it's so good it's incredible um but yeah a good like peanut butter caramel swirl would be awesome mm -hmm. that'd be good stuff melissa we did not get to it last week uh but you had written down on our show notes here uh something that you wanted to get into Coming up with with uh, new categories for the Oscars. Yep. Big Oscars nerd over here. Love a Reese's love and Oscars. Two of my best friends. I last week, just before we started recording, I watched a video from Patrick H. Willems. Sure. Uh, a movie essayist on YouTube. And he was doing his own award show. He's like, I'm not a big fan of award shows. I'm not an Oscars guy, but I'm going to try and make my own. And so he gives out all his awards. Best movie, best director, best lead, best supporting, best cinematography, et cetera, et cetera. And he invents all these new awards because he's like, it's my show. I can do whatever I want. So he has best needle <laughs> best drop. Skin boy award for support. <laughs> what is this? Uh <laughs> he's got uh, like best needle drop, best fight scene mm -hmm. <laughs> best movie about a whale like all sorts <laughs> of things it's like if you could add anything to spice up the oscars oh, what do you man. think it would be what category should they add <sighs> seriously or 
Siliously. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about this a little bit. I don't have a big list written down of like, oh, we need to get the JA's ones. But even as I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, we could do stuff that's like, you know, best kiss, like best on screen kiss. And this then, is what I and, was and thinking. Then, I don't think the MTV Movie Awards should dominate the field of best like, kiss. Other people should have it, too. Like, I, I, I immediately like I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea, but immediately my mind was like, oh, but now it's just the teen choice of awards. And don't I, let teens vote on it then. I don't think there are teens in the Academy voting body. And the award I from <laughs> most hated by teens goes to. <laughs> no, I want to see like what is Martin Scorsese think is the best kiss. <laughs> Please, best. I think they should add this to legitimately every award show. We've got the MTV Choice Awards. Nickelodeon sure. Kids Choice Awards, not a lot of kissing. Maybe that's too advanced for them, but like Oscars, Emmys, Tonys, ESPN Awards, Grammys. Best sports kiss. Uh. Right. For player to player, you know, maybe yeah. like you, you run off and you kiss your coach. Player to object, do you kiss the ball? Sure. Do, the, do the F1 drivers like kiss their car? before or after a race right trophies get kissed all the time i don't know what other sports objects regularly get smooched i don't know (laughs) if anybody's smooching up on a bat best inanimate object that got smooched (laughs) with consent (laughs) right (laughs) check your bat know your bat's feelings read it read it well exactly um yeah, like st- I mean, there there is stuff like that. There's stuff that I think deserves more attention. Like that, there's all, all, all always a lot of complaints about how a- animation gets snubbed, right? And there's not much talk about it except for best mm. animated movie. What about yeah. best animated sequence or best a- animation studio? Um, of, of like it, like highlight in, in an actual studio that was doing work that that yeah 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 um I don't know how easy it would be to do like best animator uh I I know they divvy up a lot of that work in different ways mm. um but you could recognize more more people in that field there i do like the idea of having a specialized awards for animation sequences in movies that aren't entirely animated that's sure, good yeah, yeah i mean like that 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 would be like you, you could have a specific sequence from a studio ghibli f- f- film up against yes yeah, some maybe uh where where they do have some animated like part on on this but that's also like the lines get real blurry on that of like well most marvel movies these days are all just animated sequences filmed on green screen right so yeah there's very few human faces in avatar the way of water Uh, i i think i heard somebody shout out that there should be a category for stunts or choreography which might be absolutely separate in terms of like dancing and then in terms of like michael myers fighting people you know (laughs) like 
like I don't want West Side Story to go up against a Mission Impossible necessarily. They're very different senses of the word choreography. Yeah, I mean, like that or even like best stunt. Like there, there's things that are considered stunts that yeah. sometimes us as viewers don't necessarily realize are stunts. Um, or, mm-hmm. or they might not be the big flashy mission impossible jumps off a of John Dayer in midair onto a moving plane while it said, you know, yes, I said John Deere. I'm just making up shit. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> look. Now I gotta see this. I want to see Mission Impossible just go to a farm. They're just in Nebraska. That's where the espionage is now. He has to do farm stunts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I, I, I want to see uh, like best like technical stunt. Like what went into mm. that? Like even just the idea that there's that one Matrix movie where they built like 14 miles yeah. of highway and just to yeah. go and film that whole thing. Like holy moly! Like that should win some kind of recognition, right? Um, yeah, or like or stuff best like that, right? Driving, you know, best best stunt driving you could have a i'm sure there's a stunties out there i'd yeah. love to see the stunties where they award like driving punching falling <laughs> being on fire man, period right like right all that stuff uh, d- d- uh there has to be one for be- best stand-in right where you have the like over the yeah. shoulder shots <laughs> Is there somebody who truly is like a legendary stand in like you put the right wig on this guy. He's got the body language that could be anybody's <laughs> if, you, if you see him from the back. Right. Or, or like best actor in a film that's not like literally sh- sh- shown. I'm not sure how that would work. Mm. It, it could be like a person in a suit. Right. The like he like here's Chewbacca. Right. Or here is oh, some like creature from the Black Lagoon. Any, yeah. Um, any of your assorted Doug Joneses. It's just yeah. the Doug Jones Award. Yeah. Ex- yeah. You could just name it uh, after him. Right. Or like the award, an award for voice performance, an award for animals like animal. But the animal and the trainer, you know, we celebrate the dog from the artist and whoever was in charge of making that dog so great. I, um, I'm, Melissa, we have a square on one of our bingo cards. We 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 play uh like movie trope or like entertainment trope bingo yeah. uh on the review show, and one of the those is I should be able to see that penis, and I I yeah. just like it, it. It's for those scenes where an actor is. It, it's it, it's the implied nudity where they are supposed to be naked, but there just so happens to be that one thing that's right in the right. way and you can't see it. And just like I, or like I should be able to see that penis uh, or like the camera angles are showing off how they are showing you. This is uh, done in honor of one scene on one episode of The Leftovers. The Leftovers, an HBO show full of nudity. I got to see yeah. Christopher Eccleston's dick. Like, now it's time for me to see Justin Theroux's dick. No, it's every single other camera angle, but the one with the dick in it. Yeah, It's like a like, feat. It's like they're showing off. <laughs> like, there has to be an award for something like that. Like, and not not 
best implied nudity, but just like best like stunt nudity. Like, if that makes sense, I I, I don't know, right? <laughs> you, you know what this I mean? is Mission Impossible Eight: Dead Reckoning Part Two. You're gonna see Ethan Hunt as you've never seen him before. No, you're really gonna have to hunt for something. <laughs> Uh, I also wanted to see awards for um, energy, special. Okay, some award shows give out a best ensemble award, which I really like. I think like the Golden Globes or the SAG Awards or something does that. I'd like to see an award for intergenerational casting specifically, meaning it's like one actors playing one character at different stages in that character's life like okay you cast okay. this character at 70 and at like 15 and those two people really look like they're the same person or like misty you cast in, this... uh, yellow jackets right yeah they were spot on with that right something like that or something like you cast a, a parent and child you it's like you nailed it that it looks like that person i there has to be some kind of award they could do for like best role reprisal um and ah. it, it it could it like i, I don't necessarily want to be like oh well you filmed the sequel so you're automatically in the but like like patrick stewart coming back as oh sure uh, yeah like like something like that would be really neat um they do an award for best adapted screenplay and that's anything that's like adapted from a book or a play or a previous movie. So like Knives Out, um, Glass Onion, colon, A Knives Out Mystery. Any sequel gets categorized under adapted screenplay. You could do best adapted performance sure, if you're yeah. like, well, you know, in the third one, in the third one, we really got to shout out Al Pacino as Michael Corleone. Exactly. <laughs> You've just still exactly. been at it. Great job, Al. Yeah, because um, I mean, that that also it like there is work that goes into be, being with a character that long or, yes. or being away from a character returning, for that yeah. long and returning to, to it. Yeah, um, just to see how that character has changed or evolved and how it struck a new chord with audiences. Um, could also be stuff like best like sound effect i i know they do sound design but, but like <laughs> like specific sound Sing- effect like oh singular man that fart one noise was great right <laughs> like best best fart i want to see best opening or end credits sequence best title sure, or yeah. credit sequence i think uh when you see That'd one done really well it really wows you i i i like I'm interested in the sound stuff because so much of a like Foley artist work is not just them just sitting there with their stuff, just waiting and waiting, just recording and recording. They they're they're active participants in a lot of that stuff, making up these sound effects. Yeah. And some of the stuff, the, the, the things that they use to make the sound effect is not what you think it is. Uh, yeah or, or, or what you expect it to be and and i like i would love to like have that exposed a, a little bit more right just like how did they how, make that sound effect how many different movies this past year featured celery being snapped in half right 
Exactly. Probably almost all of them. Celery's Probably. most sounds. It's celery and old shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, like, I, I would love to know more about that stuff. Um, God, what else? What else could they do? Uh, I, I think along the lines of like opening or closing cr credits, like best motion graphics in a, mm, in a film. Yeah, yeah. Um, like how how they have like on screen like a like a, a, a one that I the one that is coming to head uh, is like um oh, my mind just went blank uh, zombie <laughs> land you, you know how they had the like the like words pop up or like Scott Pilgrim I know, right you know what I, I know mean? what you're talking about yeah I think that's good I think it's I'm very funny dumb -dumb. instead of saying coming it's just saying coming to mind you said coming to head. <laughs> Did I? Did I really? <laughs> you, yes. Which, oh my God. I mean, people I'm, say I'm off the top of my head, people say come to mind. They never flip those. Maybe they say off the top of my mind, but they never say, that's not coming to my head right now. <laughs> I, I'm a mess. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Kyle, Anyways. I... So sometimes at the Oscars, I'm curious who came in second after a winner, but I don't want like all the different nominees to be ranked. I don't feel like that's necessary. Best runner up goes to <laughs> silver medal. <laughs> they make three actors like stand on the pillars like the Olympics on stage <laughs> or like entire like visual effects teams. <laughs> they have real big like platforms to stand on. Yeah. This year. I ranked all 10 Best Picture nominees in order from wettest to driest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one, the most wet. No surprise to anybody, Avatar The Way of Water. It's entirely uh -huh. underwater for many long sequences. Rigged. <laughs> we knew that when it was nope. Oscar bait. <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron is maybe our wettest director. Number two, All Quiet on the Western Front. I watched this this last weekend. It's mud. It's puddles. So many puddles. Like, it's just like a damp, gross movie. Yep. <laughs> Entirely dank. Understandable. Number three, Triangle of Sadness. I just watched Triangle of Sadness. And I don't think I know boy, this, this movie goes hard. Okay. Triangle of Sadness is a movie from Sweden, I think. And it's got this weird structure where it starts out with these two models who are dating each other and they've, they're having relationship troubles. And then they go on a cruise together. And on the cruise, like all this stuff goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Like they've got, so the, the members of the, the crew members They've got this deal where, like, if any of these fancy rich people on this cruise, and it's not like a big, like, carnival cruise ship. It's more of, like, a large yacht, you know? Sure. Like, it's not that big of a cruise. It's pretty intimate. So people are paying, like, pretty top dollar to be there. They're like, if, if these people ask for anything, you make it happen. So at one point, this old lady is, like, in a jacuzzi, and she's talking to one of the crew members, like, I love it here. I'm just, like, living in the moment. I'm so happy. I want this for you. Come swimming. Come swimming. We'll switch places. I'll get you a glass of wine. Swim, swim. Get in the jacuzzi. And this girl, like, can't say no to her. So she 
puts in the jacuzzi in like her little uniform. And the lady's <laughs> like, I think everybody should go swimming. So there's like a call across the ship, the ship, like all crew members, please put on your swimsuits, drop what you're doing. You have to go swimming. It's swim time. <laughs> crew, crew swim time. And then that night, this is probably, if you've heard anything about this movie, you've heard this, that that night at like the fancy captain's dinner, the waters are really rough and they're serving like all of the seafood that maybe wasn't cooked properly because all the chefs had to go put on their trunks and then go swimming because some old lady demanded it. So it's vomit palooza. Good old barfarama. Absolutely. And the ship is shaking. It's like twisting all around. It's like the roughest sea turbulence you've ever seen. Everyone's throwing up and, and pooping. And then like the, the water overflows from the toilet. And then like the waves are crashing over the side of the ship. It's chaos. Jack watched this movie first. And I'm like, what did you think about it? How did you like it? And she's like, it reminded me a lot of Jackass. And I see that now. <laughs> Interesting. It just okay. t- devolves into like full jackass. There's like heavy metal music playing while some old lady like spins wet across the floor, vomiting <laughs> while the ship tosses in the turbulence. I've never seen such a thing before. I'll never see it since. Uh, and then they get shipwrecked. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> and then it's like island survival. This movie's so many things. Uh, and it is the number three most wet. Okay. Number <laughs> four, Elvis. Uh, not a lot of literal water, but Just a sweaty sweat. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Damp. Number five, The Banshees of Inisherin. It just sort of feels like, you know, that's just sort of like a wet climate. You know, imagine yeah. it's like right mostly drizzly a lot up there. Yeah. Banshees. Number six, a, a movie I haven't seen. I'm only guessing. I put women talking at number six because I have seen a couple trailers and it seems like there's scenes in that movie that take place at dawn when there's like dew all over the ground. So I figured it was like a six wet. Uh, number seven, Top Gun, relatively dry, but, you know, they go play like the beach volleyball. They're sweating. Number there's eight snow, is Tar. Yeah. What? Oh, snow also. I didn't factor in snow to the wet. <laughs> Forgot snow is just wet but cold. (laughs) Number eight is tar, relatively dry. I think one time she like trips and falls down in a puddle. And like the end of the movie, hmm? So I have not seen tar, but I had the end of the movie kind of spoiled. I don't know the emotional payoff of what this is. But I don't think you told me what exactly is happening at the end of the movie when you described this to me a while back there. She's playing a video game concert for like Monster Hunter uh, and everyone is dressed up in in the like Monster Hunter outfits and and stuff. They made a Monster Hunter movie like two years ago. Uh, st- I-, I think starring Mila jo- 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 Jojovich. Uh, in in that I I just had no idea that that was in there. I I, I was just I'll like, tell Whoa. you, huh. I didn't you know were- either until like somebody specified that's what it was. Like I heard that a couple weeks ago. I didn't recognize that as being music and costuming from a video game. I thought she was performing for some sort of of cult 
or like uh, a religious ceremony I wasn't familiar with. <laughs> but yeah, that's how Tar ends. It ends in a fairly like humid climate. So Tar is at eight. Number okay. nine, the Fablemans. Pretty dry. They go to the beach. They have like a beach day, you know, but they're okay. mostly in the sand. And number 10, everything everywhere all at once. Not very wet. I put it as the most dry. I I usually don't want my bagels wet. Right. Is, is a thing. bagel's dry. IRS paperwork, dry. Laundry, that, dry. That, that scene with the rocks, very dry and dry. Arid. Yes. <laughs> now, these That's rankings big. of wet and dry have nothing and to do no, with quality. When, when, when they, that one fight scene when they had to get on the thing, they went on dry. Dry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought back about the movie. I'm like, I don't really remember a lot of water. <laughs> so it's, it's there at 10. Uh, this was fun. I think maybe I'll do this again next year or pick some other like very arbitrary ranking. There you go. The top 10 best picture nominees. <laughs> That's so Which funny. is most salty, which is most sweet. <laughs> best cars in the movies. <laughs> Another award. Most car to least car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. With that, I say we take a quick break for housekeeping uh, and then we can get into more of the show here. We, we still have plenty mm -hmm. of stuff on our list uh, to go through here. Uh, so we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, Head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We thank, thank you a ton. You. It means a lot. Uh, this month on the Pilots Club, you guys can go check out Melissa and myself talking about CSI, the pilot for CSI. We went back to the original episode that started it all good old gil grissom that was a lot of fun to to, to go mm -hmm. ch check it out uh so if you want to hear us talk about that that's on the pilots club at the three dollar tier uh but cool things that we've been up to here at the whatnots of course last week here on the captain's log i found out good old perry mason was uh in fact, a lie. He is not a real person like I thought he was. Mind blown. Um, <laughs> that was an experience. Um, and then over on the review show, a movie that I described as nonstop, uh, Michael Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> 
fantastic movie. Highly recommended. I loved it. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, it just an, an interesting way to describe it as nonstop. Um, <laughs> but it was a it blast. Is... Go go check it out. Truly action packed for a movie with very little action in it. That's mostly George Clooney looking at papers and driving around. I enthralled. I, I he, he on the pets edge a of my horse seat. at one point. Yeah, You'll be thrilled. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then over on the reactor core, we are almost done with The Last of Us. We put up our reactions to the penultimate uh, one mm. of that. And next week is the finale. Uh, so be on the lookout for all of that. And then uh, sh shortly after that, we will be starting our reactions for The Mandalorian Season 3. We are waiting for those to stack up a little bit. Um, so be on the lookout for that and then of course here at the end of the month yellow jackets besides that we also have a movie coming out uh next week shazam and the fury of oh the, yeah of the, the gods i'm sure we'll do a spoiler cast on that uh so keep your eyes pe peeled lots of cool things coming up lots of good stuff melissa i have a question uh-huh what language did you take in high school did you take I a took language? Did you wait till college? Didn't were you one of those like lucky ki kids that got <laughs> to wait? No, I I don't remember if it was required or if I did volunteer to do so. I took three years of French in high school and okay. then in college, in order to meet some sort of like communication requirement, I took intermediate French because then I. I could skip over beginner and just go to intermediate. And otherwise I would have had to take both to meet like the number of credit hours I needed in a language for whatever my major was, Interesting. Uh, which ended yeah. up being a mistake. Like that intermediate French class was so much homework. It was way more homework than all of my other classes combined freshman year in college. Dang. Far beyond anything I saw in my three years of simple high school French. Where my yeah. teacher would like bring in her Simpsons box set and we'd watch random episodes of the Simpsons dubbed in French. And then she'd let us eat Nutella. OK. <laughs> um, yeah. So I it, when I was in high school, I took Spanish. Uh, I took mm. three years of that. And I once I was done with my required three years, I was like, that's it. I'm done. Never <laughs> learning Spanish again. Um and it, on on one hand, like I've always wanted to be able to speak a, a, a second language fluently, um, but I, I think I was kind of put off of it for a little while with Spanish. Um, my it, it I like Spanish one I did really really good at. It's a pretty simple, it's, it's especially the like languages based off of la 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 latin and and stuff mm -hmm. like that you can kind of decipher some some stuff if you're smart enough and you can see how they like they all connect and stuff like that so spanish one i thought that was a breeze uh spanish two was a little more challenging i did actually actually like didn't know what i was doing in in that and then spanish three I had a terrible time um, and it's not because I, I didn't like the language or anything like that. I had a terrible teacher um, mm. 
And it, it was just an unfortunate situation because the teacher was a, a fluent Spanish speaker and English mm-hmm. was her second language. Uh, ah. But she didn't know English very well. Like she she was like mostly fluent in, in sp- Spanish, but only spoke a little bit of English. And I can understand that for like more advanced courses. Mm-hmm. Right. But sometimes we would go to her with questions and we didn't have the vocab or the know how to ask that in Spanish. So when we spoke mm-hmm. it in English, she didn't know how to answer us. And so Ugh. we would just be stuck. Uh and it was just an awful time. Um, so I, I stopped with all my languages and stuff. But just kind of randomly, two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I want to learn a little language. And so I started. I started learning the language. I'm learning Korean. Um, oh. Yeah. I, I was like, why not? I have no like real like strong reason for that other than I, I, I like the language. I think it sounds neat. I watch a lot of Korean crime shows and stuff like that. So maybe one day I potentially wouldn't need the subtitles. But like that's not really why I was just like, you know what? I'm going to download Duolingo. And and, mm. and just see what it is. So I've been doing Duolingo for the past two weeks here. Have 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 you ever used the app? No, I feel like this is one of those things I'm supposed to do. I feel like it makes me a more yeah. cultured, intelligent person if I know another language. Because I remember like key vocabulary from French class, but I couldn't sure. put a sentence together anymore. Sure. I learning a language is one of those things like playing an instrument, growing a plant that like intelligent hip people do that I have no interest or grasp on. Right. Yeah. Instead, um, I did things like rank every Oscar nominated best for, picture from what to, to dry. <laughs> this is what I did instead. Accomplishments. Melissa has it right. Um yeah, no, that there's there's no need to learn a second language if you don't want to. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like I, I just thought it'd be an interesting thing for me to try. And then maybe, you know, in three months time, check that back in here in the podcast and see where I'm at, if I want to continue or not. If if I do check back in a year, see how, you know, how much I, I know and have learned and picked up on. Um, but it's 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 interesting because I like that is also like it, learning another language when you're older. Is, I feel like is also a different experience. Yeah. Also, learning a language when you're not in a classroom setting is a very different experience. And I guess over the years, there's been like different method. Like cause I, I remember when Rosetta Stone first came out. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Um, big time like yeah all of that like i i remember when it was like hey you can now get software to teach yourself a language and that was kind of cool that was neat but then other like styles of learning a language came about it's like well it's not just about like learning to conjugate verbs and then learning vocabulary and then learning basic sentence structure sometimes it might be best to learn like a baby 
does, like learn, learn like a child does start with the word mom and dad right and go yes. from there how would a baby learn and like that makes sense too like i i don't know how effective it is but it, well tell uh, me how how do you say mom and dad in korean that i don't know so um, <laughs> two weeks in you haven't learned mom and dad so here's here's the thing i the way duolingo works is interesting it's not what i expected they absolutely gamify like you learning the language um so right now with me learning korean i'm trying to like learn the alphabet and the sounds that they make so i'm like it's more like a mental preparation of just like this is how you read and sound things out um Mm. because it yeah it, it is a whole different alphabet it's it's not it's not the what is our ours call, call, called it's the roman i, I don't even know um T- times new roman <laughs> right yeah <laughs> we're so dumb um <laughs> but i like it yeah it's completely different symbols like i'm i'm really only learning some of that stuff and what these sounds look like when they're what these what what sounds these letters make when they're combined um i i am learning some words but some of the words are also words that it like very obviously they heard the english word and then just said that it's like i can say like iced americano right which is just yeah it's it's the exact same thing philadelphia right like i I, (laughs) like it's it's the same thing uh, so like there's there's stuff like that they're just kind of introducing me to how it's words you already know this yeah. is just how it sounds in that language right. um chilies is still chilies in soul <laughs> it might be i i, I don't know um <laughs> but yeah that like they they give you points uh as 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 you complete these exercises it's a lot of uh, like matching the symbol with the sound and hearing the sound and matching it with the symbol, um, stuff like that. Uh, but then they like they put you in a league, so they start you in, um, yeah, they start you in what they <laughs> c- c- call the bronze league, where other people using Duolingo who are also doing all the exercises and gaining points, uh, you're all competing. And the top 20 in that league move on to like the silver league. And then the top 20 in that league move (laughs) on to the gold league. And they they just gamify this. Then you fight the elite four with your Charizard. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And and yeah, if you make a mistake, you have like five chances to make mistakes. Five hearts. Uh, and if you lose all of your hearts, then it's what? like, hey, you're done for the day. You either need to pay and get more hearts or come back tomorrow. Um, so if I'm bad at learning a language, I die that day in the app, which I don't like this. <laughs> I yeah, I part of me doesn't like that, but it's also an incentive to like hey don't just like nonchalantly use the app like actually pay attention and learn because if you do you won't 
make as many mistakes. You might not need to get super Duolingo right now for only $9.99 a month, right? Um, and and that 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 way, like it it kind of I, I can see how they would think like this is kind of incentivizing you to not make a mistake. So mm. you need to pay attention. Um, but then they're also like, hey, maybe you should pay us some money and you can get unlimited hearts and you just won't have to we'll worry about that. And then all the mistakes you make will give you like personalized lessons based off the mm. mistakes that you make and things. Thing, yeah. So they have all sorts of stuff there. But. I'm only two weeks in right now. I have a two, two week streak and I'm doing it like, I don't know, an hour a night at the an most. Hour? I don't have an hour of time. Well, you don't I have don't... to do it for an hour. It's not required. You can do it for two minutes <laughs> while you're sitting there on the <laughs> toilet. All right. Just the sit idea there and, do of thing somebody... and be done. And that's it. <laughs> the idea of somebody finding an hour to do something that nobody else assigned them to do really startles me. Melissa, no one has assigned you to do this podcast. And here we are for almost an hour. <laughs> I, I, I've been struggling to find like 10 minutes to, a day to go on Bumble and find myself like somebody I can misunderstand a dryer with. And like, I can't make the time to do that. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's it's understandable. Right. And like, this is the thing is, I, I don't know how effective this is going to be. I feel like if I want to get a little bit more serious about learning K Korean, there's probably better tools out there for me to use besides Duolingo. Um, I, like I. I, I, it, I guess also de depends on like how much money I want to spend, how much time I want to sink in to this stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, I, I can go at my own pace. Like I can spend the next couple years and only be a novice three years down the road. <laughs> Melissa, I finally learned how to say mom and dad in Korean. <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, yeah, you can go at your own speed. So it's learn as you want. Ish. But it's just well, an it's, interesting it's, thing that I was like, I started it. It's Here I am. it's admirable. I am glad to hear that this is a thing that people do. Like if I had the money to to go to Paris and see the Louvre, then I would yeah. try and pick French back up again. But otherwise, like I feel like I'm supposed to have. An interest in languages, but I, I, I don't, don't need to <laughs> live your own. And life, I don't, Melissa. I don't like games either. Like I don't like the idea of like I compete. I have lives. I can't memorize what a symbol means. Well, here's, the, here's the here's the thing. You don't have to pay attention to most of that stuff. If if you don't care about like being in the top twenty in the league, you don't have to worry about that. Um, it's not like, oh, you lost the the starter league. You're out. App deleted, right? Um, <laughs> which would be awful. <laughs> um, I I play two games. I play Design Home, which is an app where you design little rooms. I've been doing sure. this for like almost six solid years. Like every day, I make a little room. It's very nice. peaceful, and there's kind of a limit to like how much you can do every day. 
Unless you've got yeah. the money and you pay to get to a bunch of diamonds that'll buy you like rugs and paintings and stuff. So it's like I can do this for like maybe 20 minutes and then I'm done. There's a cap on it. And then I've started playing a game that's in browser. Like it's just a website. It isn't an app called mm -hmm. framed.wtf. And every day it gives you one at a time, six different screenshots from a movie. And you have to guess what the movie is. Interesting. Okay. And it starts from like a big sort of broad, like a establishing shot, like a landscape or like a close up on a briefcase or something something really nondescript and it slowly gets more specific. And some days I'm able to like nail the thing at site one and other times it's like, all right, I'm getting the vibe of this movie as I like click through the screen caps. Like I can kind of tell the genre. I can tell mm -hmm. like around what era it came out in, but you have to, you have to get me to see Brad Pitt's face before I know that's world war Z. So I either sure, know it sure. immediately or I don't know it until you show me the face of the movie star. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's other ways out there, but uh, sounds like Duolingo might not be for Melissa. <laughs> no, I, 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 I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the skill of I have to memorize things and and I know to know what a symbol is. I couldn't handle like learning a language and then learning the buttons to play the language game. I've never been good with buttons. I've when I would try and go to the like go to the arcade and I'm just playing like the Simpsons game where Marge like jumps and like <laughs> hits people like with a vacuum. I can barely <laughs> do that. I can't memorize three buttons. I don't have the capacity for it's, it. It's not buttons like a controller. There's nothing like that in Duolingo but at the, all. But like the symbols, like like you learning like a, the, the a symbols. Alphabet, like yeah. if I if I learn French, sometimes like a C has a little tail, and like that's tricky for me. I don't know what a C with a tail is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Melissa, we don't have much time left. For this week, how do we want to end the show? What, what should we end the show with? I'll have you pick. You, you wrote down how much do you pay attention to episode titles? And I was oh, wondering, yeah. are you referring to like TV shows or or podcasts? Because I, I I name these, and I do yes. put quite an effort into picking the ideal Captain's Log episode name. So I I I meant te television. Uh, I should have specified that because I was very vague with that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I started a new show today and I just happened to notice that it's it, like it titles its episodes. And recently, a lot of the shows I've been watching have just been titled like the episode number, like episode one, mm. episode three, episode five. I've right? heard um, <laughs> I've heard of numbers. It. Yeah. And I like. I'm okay with it if they don't put an effort into naming it like uh, uh, on streaming services. I often don't pay attention just because I'm binging and just go straight into the next next thing. But I feel like this like used to be a bigger deal. Um, and I liked that this show had episode titles and it was mm -hmm. like an ominous one. It, it was like a stranger comes to town. And I was like, oh, okay. I like this. Like, let, 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 so I, yeah, I, I was just 
curious as to like on on a television show you're watching how much like is it important to you to know what the titles of every episode are if they have them it depends it used to be uh like i can still remember like a ton of different lost episode titles we just past the anniversary of uh the constant being on ah! tv um see the finest i'd love to yep. address it as the constant and not like season four episode seven or whatever it is oh, you uh, know what i don't like when they do just like the the like like episode 609 and it's it's like season six episode and it's like it's not episode 609 don't lie. It's, it's 6.09, 6-09. I, I, I listened to a Fringe recap podcast that came out pretty regularly for a while. When we started covering Fringe on the review show, I'm like, let me see if there's any good Fringe podcasts. And I did find sure. one. Then the, it's been on hiatus for a while. They haven't released an episode in a couple months. And they just came back. And I I don't remember what these episode titles mean anymore. Like, Mm. I will remember the episode titles for, like, my favorite ones. But everything else, every, like, case of the week thing, it's like, I don't know what that is. Especially the really abstract ones that are, like, echoes or something like that. Just, like, this one word, very vague. Yeah. Like, it's it's a thematic word. Like, are they literally stuck in a cave and just yelling and there's echoes or is this like <laughs> some like echoes of the past right like right it, uh, who, who knows what if um, i love the episode i know it exactly but if i don't i don't what's weird is that the only so mr robot had episode titles that were like computer terms or they're in like not leet speak but you know their name exe yeah Right. They're named like computer files. And I don't remember a lot of the computer file names, but I remember like number by number season four, like season four, episode four is one of my favorites. too rough. I skip it. Come back at 408. Like I can tell you number by number season four of Mr. Robot and no other season of no other show interesting interesting i like i i kind of want episode titles to be important again yes yes like i think that'd be really really cool especially in a like day day an age where the like youtube video easter egg breakdown is so big it's so popular i think creators putting an effort into what they name uh like the episode titles is really neat um yeah uh, on the other hand we also did just watch a movie entitled michael clayton right like i'm not a big fan of things right like i'm i'm not a big fan of media just being titled like the most basic thing that it like a name it's not necessarily yes. my favorite just because yes it's, it feels boring right even if it's accurate even what if does it this works new top as gun a title, movie have maverick well i could have guessed that <laughs> yeah, right yeah but like e- e- even that 
the the title top gun is a much more creative title than than just maverick if if plain top yeah yeah (laughs) you either need to go really specific or extremely broad extremely broad just call it plain there is a movie that's uh, I think I like know out Plane. now. Plane. We've talked about Plane. I I think that is the worst title in the world. No. I hate it. It's so bad. I, I love that it is so extremely blunt and not subtle. Like it's if it was called like there's a movie called Flight. Fine, whatever. I don't I don't care or have much of a reaction to a movie called like Red Flight. Eye. There was a movie called Red Red Eye, Eye, which is even a more creative name than that. Right, but the fact that it's like we're not even going to. So he has a red eye. The fact that Plane is not even trying to be creative. It's like it, and it's the movie doesn't even take that place on a plane that much. They're on plane, plane crash. Then they're they're on island, and they get they go back to plane. Why is it not called Survival? Right, like right. It, Survival is a more, even though it's a more specific, it is a less interesting title. I am a big fan of just plain. I think that's so so funny. I mean, plain. I, 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 I'll give you that. I think it's funny, but it just means like, wow, you guys really put in no effort, huh? <laughs> like, I, if if you put in no effort, I'm not gonna. So, <laughs> Kyle, work dumber, not harder. Call the movie plain. I want to apply this to podcast, right? I want to apply this to other movies, like no, I, dri- so. Drive it. Drive is a good name for the movie Drive, but what if Drive was just called Car? <laughs> so there is. I I will say as much as I'm just like I don't like the name Plane. There is a a. <laughs> <laughs> what if the is... movie gladiator was just called fight <laughs> it'd be a great like spoof t- title like i like i like them for like spoof stuff right like it's great <laughs> for stuff like that but uh, like i there is value in being very very plain but with your title, it, it, right, in in the sense that it is clear, right, in the sense that it, it like it's very obvious what this is, what it's about, which is what we did here at the whatnots, the review show. Yeah. What do you think we do on that it. show? We do. Revi- well, that, that's the thing. I, I always like to say what we did wasn't necessarily reviews. Like, we're not really being mm. like, okay, here's our review of the movie. Like, we'd like to talk a bit about it and be like, oh, this scene was neat. Uh, what was your favorite scene? We we, we get way to that side of stuff. And then we go into more like, what did you think this one scene meant when he said this line? Like, we do have the deeper discussions on certain things. But the review show just very clearly signals like like i barely have to explain what it is that we do we review things on it sure cool great it's a book club style podcast like i i there like it's just it works it fits Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah yeah like i i so i i I understand both sides of the coin (laughs) I now I'm looking at this list of Oscar nominees and I'm like, what if I had to retitle them in the style of plane? 
So Avatar, uh, that's just called Blue Family. All Quiet on the Western Front, Mud War. Triangle of Sadness, Vomit Boat. Elvis, um, <laughs> Hot Singer. Come see Elv- Hot Singer. Elv- Bos Lerman's Elvis. Hot Singer. <laughs> just right. the same. Uh, <laughs> Bad She's in a sharing. It's just called Not Friends Anymore. <laughs> It's just called enemies. <laughs> Women talking, that is it. Women talking is the highbrow equivalent to plain. But like even that is is a, a more interesting title than just an inanimate object. Like this is it, it, like people doing something. Women talking. Okay. I'm not sure if that's like a political thing, if that's just like it's a <laughs> Pla- movie so about them just having been a called, conversation, right? Plane could have been called plane crashing. <laughs> You're not going to get me off plane. I'm not going to listen to any other points you make. I'll listen, but I won't take it in. Here we go. Best <laughs> movie title for, for the yes! like best title for an award would be a great one plane mm. i think would absolutely win i would le- i would vote for plane just because plane. i don't like it yeah just because like it's ugh, it's so dumb just, uh, just, they win i i vote cast. i think it's it's a per- it's perfect the way it is i don't know a single thing about plane haven't seen plane i read one article about plane i saw the trailer a couple times if you saw the it was trailer funny that i the- feel like that's all you need to know yeah yeah, mostly that. I think it's funny that the font is very close to the Lost font, and it's also just a single, blunt, one-word title. Lost. <laughs> no. Echoes. <laughs> remember the show? Remember that show, Numbers, where she solved crimes using numbers? Remember Bones, where she solved crimes using bones? But even that, like it, it's it's it, it's not it's not a sh- a show called Detective. <laughs> <laughs> this i gotta see right it, it, what's like <laughs> b- 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 bones or numbers is a creative and specific title to that that creative work right like i want i want procedurals to be titled like they are dharma initiative foodstuffs crime scene investigation csi no but simply more blunt they need <laughs> It's like tune in CBS seven o'clock Thursdays for lawyer followed by doctor. <laughs> Big all cap 72 font aerial aerial font. And stay tuned after the show for recap. <laughs> We've I mean, news is just news. Why, why are other shows like news? <laughs> oh man all right i say we wrap things up there that's enough of podcast (laughs) podcast over good stuff uh melissa where can the people find you on the internet you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and listen to my other podcast saturday morning obscurities Sure, me and my brother Jams talk about yeah. This one we we were originally okay, so we were originally just going to do a, p- a podcast all about the show uh, Ulysses Thirty One, and we're like, no, well, you need it to be about other. 
Saturday morning obscurities, like cartoons you forgot or never knew even happened. So like we sort of walked ourselves into this one. It is what it is. Uh, Listen to us there. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Yeah. If if, if you guys want to find me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff we do here at the Whatnots, we are, of course, at the Whatnots. Uh, So please go like, share and subscribe. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, go check out some more of our videos right over there. That would help us out a ton and we would appreciate it a lot. This has been number 226 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.